Please note the tags and any trigger warnings in the podcast information below before listening to this episode. If there's anything you don't like the sound of, then just feel free to come back next time. Hey guys, welcome back to Writing is Hard, the podcast all about writing, primarily fan fiction writing, but it can be translated to other writing as well. This week we're going to be focusing completely on reader insert, so we're doing a bit of a deep dive, just full-on discussion about reader insert and all the different pros and cons to it and how we go about it as writers. Reader insert I think is a big thing in fan fiction, so probably this episode is going to be mainly aimed at fanfic writers. I'm joined again this week by the lovely Mads. Hello! Yeah, and there's so much to discuss in this episode, it's probably going to be a big one, so... Buckle down and let's get started. So I think one of the big things with reader insert that people struggle with is trying to make it generic enough that someone can insert themselves into that role or that character whilst not losing too much like detail or storyline, I guess, by like not stipulating or stipulating certain things and a lot of this is personal preference and like with every episode in this podcast these are our personal experiences and our personal opinions on on things just from you know us writing fanfic for the last 15 odd years so what we say isn't gospel like it's not the be all and end all these are just like our opinions and especially when it comes to something like reader insert I think that is like a very heavily opinionated thing firstly like the opinion of the writer of whether or not something a detail should be included but also the opinion of the reader of whether or not they want to read something that is like completely generic or has more of a role to it so it is complete personal preference at the end of the day and it is complete personal preference what you want to read and what you want to write but there are so many different views on this. We've talked to a lot of different people to get everybody's opinions. Uh, There are definitely noticeable differences between my opinion, B's opinion, and some of the other people that we've spoken to. Uh, Some people only want to read something that is 100% generic, like not even including personality traits, because if the character does something that is too different to how they would react in a situation then that throws them out of the story and those kinds of things are really really hard to write so out of self-interest I wouldn't ever write something like that but those are some things that you're going to need to consider when you're writing your fic yeah and I would argue that like if you're going to write something where somebody doesn't even have personality traits or doesn't even have reactions to situations I've never read a story like that, so I just can't see a situation where that's going to be a really good story, if that makes sense. It's so difficult to do, and I would say it's almost invariably got to be something that doesn't really have a plot. Yeah. it's It's got to be very focused on the dominant characters. So I, I suppose it would, like, if, if you had, like, a story or a scene where, say, for example, Sam and Dean are on a hunt and they're hunting a monster and you just have the reader insert, like, they're there, but they don't really get involved and they're just more like as an observer. I could see how that would work. Exactly. I was going to say it needs to be 
I would say in that case, from the point of view, not of the reader, but of the other characters, because then it would make sense that you're not including the reader's personality and inner monologue as much as you would if it was from the reader's own point of view, because the other characters wouldn't necessarily have that information. So I would say if you want to do that, definitely flip it. The counter to that is if you're writing it in someone else's point of view, unless you're mentioning the reader's character and what they're doing, then they're not really going to be involved in the story. Whereas if you write it from their point of view, it's like you're seeing it through their eyes. So whilst you might not write like their emotions and things like that, you would have their point of view of the hunt. So I suppose there's two different ways to look at it. But I think like this is something that I was going to bring up later on, but as we're on the subject anyway, you know, I think there is a line when it comes to like what you stipulate and what you don't stipulate because like there's going to be plot lines that it just doesn't work for. So let's use the example of like a cheating fic where say for example the reader's boyfriend in the story cheats on her or him or them with someone else. Like my reaction to being cheated on is probably going to be much different to your reaction to being cheated on is going to be much different to the next person's reaction to being cheated on but if that is the story if the story is they've been cheated on and you want to progress from that part and you know move on to maybe like the actual plot line is like she leaves and she finds someone else and or it makes her really insecure in relationships and she meets a guy who helps her to be secure again or whatever that's obviously a very vital part of the storyline so whilst you could argue that writing her reaction is basically depicting a personality trait, you kind of need to, like that's vital for the storyline in order for it to progress. See what I'm saying? 100%. And I think that is the the crux of every detail that you're putting into a story when you're writing is what does this do? And not just reader insert stories, any story, fanfic, non-fanfiction, what does this particular sentence, what does this particular detail do to the plot? Does it advance it? Does it add depth to it? Does it detract from it? Is it maybe something that taking away from the reader's experience of the story? Yeah, because I mean, if you write in, say, he finds a knife on the ground and you describe in the knife, blah, 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 that's fine. Then if you start going off on a tangent of, oh, and this knife used to belong to so-and-so, and then you give all this backstory about something that isn't actually relevant to the plot, then it can kind of be quite distracting and it can kind of be a bit confusing to the reader. So when you translate that to reader insert if it's a if it's a detail that you don't necessarily need then it's just best to just leave it out if it's not necessary then you don't need it yeah 100% and that's the kind of thing that people can get into problems with when they're trying to pad word counts specifically yeah like that example about the knife literally just immediately brought to mind Charles Dickens if anybody has read Great Expectations that was one of the stories that he posted in a newspaper kind of how we as writers will post things in series week on week month on month and he got paid by word so he would put in so many unnecessary details yeah that really actually I think in my mind detracted attention from the story. I think like I think what it comes down to is is this detail necessary for the plot line or the story? If it's not then you can leave it out and obviously the le- the least details you give in terms of like the actual reader especially their appearance and things like that obviously the more 
insertable it's going to be. So if you can get away with not giving that detail, if it's not going to advance the storyline, if it's not relevant in in any way, then leave it out and then that makes it a lot more insertable. If it is necessary, then you have to ask how necessary is it? Um, is it something that, you know, is a real vital part of the plot? Is it going to be something like she is a certain age? Does she have to be a certain age in this story in order for it to make sense? So like we were talking about in the last episode, things like age gaps or even a girl who like say an 18 year old, she's just turned 18 and that's a vital part of the story. Then maybe that's something that you would want to stipulate beforehand. So in the thick notes you'd say the reader in this is 18. If it's something that is gonna change your fic in some way then I think it's okay to include that as long as you say in advance these are the things like this these are details that I've given the the reader and I see a lot of people do it with like you know uh, it's a serial killer reader, it's a lawyer reader, it's a doctor reader, nurse reader, things like that. And I think as long as you're you're telling people in advance, that's fine because then they can think, like if they are the kind of person that doesn't like to be told those details, then they know not to read it. And it just gives people a little bit of like pre-warning then so they know going into it, right, in this story, I'm a nurse. So you've got to think like, is if the detail's important to the plot, like say for example, the reader has a sister in this story, and that is important to the plot because the sister has a vital part in the, the whole storyline. I mean, the person reading it might not have a sister, which is, that's fine. But, you know, you just got it. There's so much stuff that you have to think about with reader insert. Like we were saying in the last episode, it's so hard to write reader insert and to write it well, to make it as insertable as possible and isolate as few people as possible. There has got to be a line that you draw when you're deciding what it is that you actually give us details and what you don't give us details. Absolutely. And I think the probably most common practice, because you will see things like stipulating specifically occupations, a lot of the time, orientation so far as sexual preferences in whether someone's gay or straight, but also whether or not they prefer to be dominant or submissive in the bedroom, if that is... Uh, relevant to the storyline in particular. Yeah. And those are the kinds of things that if you didn't include those details, the story wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. The details that people tend to avoid for the most part are specifically appearance related. Yeah. But sometimes to either cater to a specific kind of reader or to foster representation, you might want to specify things like that. Specifically with things like gender. There is a massive imbalance in female reader inserts versus male or other gendered yeah. reader inserts. So especially people who want to write for male readers might want to only write for male readers. And then they absolutely do need to specify that because they're trying to make a point by including this person's gender. Yeah. And sometimes that will really affect the storyline. Sometimes you can also get away with the gender of the person not being relevant, in which case you don't even need to specify female reader, male reader, non-binary reader. It could be a gender neutral reader. So that is even harder. Yeah, but it is good to do. 
Michelle was saying, it, when she's writing, she thinks, like, does the character need to be male or female? And if they don't, then she just doesn't specify because then it, it can be anyone. And I think that's quite a, a good thing to do because then, you know, you are catering to all audiences, including non-binary. Because if you're not saying she or he or giving any kind of appearance, like, details, yeah, like, if it's not necessary, like, even something like gender, if it's not necessary, you don't have to include it then just don't because then it makes it more insertable. Absolutely. The exception to that being that even if the detail isn't necessary for the plot, if you as the writer want to include it because you're trying to shine a spotlight on a specific kind of reader, and it could be a lot of the time I see plus size reader and there's a big reaction from readers who are plus size saying oh my gosh thank you yeah because even when they read a normal reader insert fic that wouldn't necessarily give any details about the reader's weight a lot of people's automatic assumptions is to make that person a a model type person yeah even if it's supposed to be a reader so stipulating extra details like the fact that they're plus size and then giving yourself as a writer the room to explore those details whether in their psyche because it affects how they feel about themselves whether in their actual physical actions because it affects you know if they're on a hunt and they're running with Sam and Dean maybe they can't keep up with them it's something that can also affect so many other things outside of just appearance and those things can really add depth to a story if you give yourself permission to utilize those details. And I think, you know, it's like, like you said, it's giving yourself permission and it's and to know that it's okay to stipulate those things and to write those things. Like I said, as long as you're saying, like, this is a plus size reader, then I think like that there's no harm in doing that because number one, you're pre-warning them, but number two, like you are catering to a certain audience, yes, and you could argue that reader insert shouldn't cater to any kind of audience, but that's, I think, the great thing about reader insert is you can mould it to be, to fit certain audiences or not fit certain certain audiences, and as long as you are pre-warning that, then I don't see any harm in doing that. Yeah, and you're going to find there are some stories that will resonate with certain groups of people anyways. Like your readers are going to respond to the genre and the plot line as well as the actual character insert specifications. Yeah. So it lands back on how does this play into the story as a whole? Does it help it? Does it make it better? Does it make it more complete? Does it make it interesting and readable? Yeah. Sometimes the the lack of details that comes with over-generalizing fic can result in something that is not as interesting to read, is not as gripping, and is harder to stay focused on because you don't have as many details to kind of build up that world in your head. Yeah, and I think a lot of people can be scared to include details in case they're going to exclude someone. Down to like, um, Michelle was saying that she read a story once and they wouldn't even put in that like when the person fell over, they got their hands dirty. They wouldn't even write that because they were like, oh, you know, I can't give any specifics. I think, you know, that is where you draw the line because anybody that falls down 
onto a dirty floor will probably get their hands dirty. You don't have to be a certain race or gender or sexual orientation to get your hands dirty when you fall down onto the floor. So you do, you know, there is the danger of details really lacking. Like you say, then you can't build your world and you can't build the story in the depth because people are just too afraid to even say something like their hands were dirty. When really, like like I said, like nothing, there's no factors that would come into that in terms of a type of person unless they didn't have hands mm. where their hands wouldn't be dirty from falling down onto the floor. So you really do need to find the balance that works for you and make sure that it's not distracting from your story or it's not taken away from your story. Uh, and like we said in the last episode, if there are things that you think is compromising your story because you are leaving certain details out, then you need to consider if maybe reader insert is even the right thing for you. Maybe you should go with something like an original character because if there are certain details that you kind of can't put in or you're afraid to put in to make it reader insert that's going to compromise your story, then I don't think that's a compromise you should make. I think the storyline should be coming before whether or not it's reader insert. Yeah, I would completely agree because in the end, whether or not it's insertable, if it's an incomplete story, if it's a bad story, doesn't matter if if the insert is completely generic. Yeah. If you're not going to keep your, your readers or you're not going to keep your audience entertained with the actual storyline, it kind of doesn't matter if they can insert themselves or not. They're not going to want to <laughs> in the end. Exactly. Yeah. And I think another thing that people struggle with with reader insert, and it's something I really struggled with when I started writing reader insert in, in this style, because when I start, I've talked about this before, but when I started writing fanfic, I technically did write reader insert to a degree because I would write in second person. So I would say, you know, you went to the gig and you saw blah, 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 you did this. But I still gave my my characters or my readers, if you like, a name and I give them features and I give them this whole look. I just wrote it in second person. And, and in my day, that was reader insert and that was what you did. And and so I'm very used to write reading reader insert where... I'm told certain things about myself. But anyway, that's by the by. I will go back to that in a second. I'm getting carried away. But when I came back to write in and I found out write, uh, Reader Insert was this thing again, and that's how people like to read. When I used to write it, we didn't have things like your name, your hair colour, your eye colour. I didn't I have any idea what any of those meant. And so I used to like be texting my friend all the time, like, what the hell is Y slash E slash C? Like, I just had no idea. And I used to hate it. I hated using them. And I know other people hate reading them because it really can pull you out of a story when you just randomly see these letters in the middle of the sentence. You can get add-ons that you can use that replace those with th like whatever it is you, you put in. So you can change YN to say your name, things like that. So some people are okay with it, but other people I know it does throw them out. And for my entire first uh series my Negan series I think I used it once the entire story because I just hated it so much I've got better at it now and now I just don't really think about it I think I'm a bit numb to it but I do tend to try and avoid using those as much as possible and there are there are ways around it like you don't you could go an entire story without using YN without using Y 
slash h slash c or whatever you can you can get around it absolutely so say for example you wanted to write dean loved your names your hair color hair right that sounds so clunky but say you wanted to talk about how dean loved her hair you could just say dean loved the color of her hair like you don't have to put the yn you don't have to put the yhc you can just say Dean loved the color of her hair. You're not stipulating the hair cut, the color of her hair. I mean, you are stipulating she has hair, so there is that. But you know, or eye color, for example. Instead of saying Dean loves your names, your eye color, like eyes, you just say Dean loves the color of her eyes. It's very easy to avoid, and it and you're still getting across the same point. You're still talking about the fact that he loves her eyes. You're still talking about the fact that she has eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not stipulating that she has certain colour eyes at all. So it's still insertable. And you're not using those abbreviations that might throw people off. Yeah, especially because some of them are really similar to each other. Yeah. So like Y slash H slash C is your hair colour. But Y slash H slash T is your hometown. Yeah. And if your brain is kind of reading through a sentence quite quickly, you might miss one of the letters. Just see YH, your brain fills in the rest and your brain fills in the wrong blank. It happens to me all the time with like normal words. So when you start putting punctuation in the middle of letters it's much easier for your brain to switch those characters out. Yeah. But to be honest, right, I don't even fill them in. I just read your hair colour. He loves your hair colour. Like your hair colour hair. Like that's how, that's literally how my brain reads it. And I know that's how some other people read it as well, which is why they don't necessarily like it being in the story. Completely. And it can get ridiculous. I've seen people say things like your, like Y slash B slash f slash n your best friend's name just mm-hmm. give them the a best friend in the story and give them a name like it can get so you could you could fill an entire story with all of these different abbreviations and it would just ruin it so this is where like it comes back to you really need to draw a line and you need to decide where you're gonna stipulate and where you're gonna make it generic yeah like there are some super super specific readers out there that if you say the the brown raggedy house say the the reader is living in a a kind of rundown area the reader might go I don't live in a rundown house my house is really nice yeah I worked really hard on my house yeah I'm very proud of my house and sometimes there will be some readers that will get in touch with you and this has happened to me and say you including these details really threw me out of the story and I could no longer identify with this person. If that happens, and it very well might happen, just brush it off. Yeah. Because it is something that you felt you wanted in your story. They are one out of billions of people on this planet, and it is not something that has ruined anybody's life. And don't let it make you self-conscious about moving forward writing. Yeah, exactly. You have got to you have got to take some things on the chin. And I think this uh, this is going to sound a little bit bitchy towards readers. And I, I don't mean it in a horrible way towards readers, but I just want to, I want to say it in a reassuring way towards writers that some readers don't have the ability to story build in their own minds, which is why they're not writers and they're only readers, which is fine. And obviously this is important. Like we, we have brushed on it before. Like this is important when you are building a, a world and you are building plot and 
putting details in. This is why you need to do those things because some people need to be spoon fed all of the information to be able to understand what's going on. They can't fill in blanks for themselves. But the negative that comes into that with this particular scenario is that if you are given some people, some readers, if they're reading reader insert and they are, you know, they know that they're a specific age, a specific race, a specific sexual orientation, and you're telling them, okay, now you're 18 and you're, you know, Dean's sister or whatever, so you're white, blah, 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 blah. Some readers don't have the mental ability to change that in their minds. And so that's why they might get a bit like, oh, well, I'm not 18, so I can't read that story, which is fine, but it just you just got to accept that that means that that story isn't for them and what they need to accept is that story isn't for them and just move on with their lives and not come into your ass box and say, well, I'm 43 and you wrote them to be 18 and I can't read this fic. Okay, well, don't read the fic then. Like, that's their problem, not yours. So what I'm trying to say is you will get people who can't identify with your stories when you st stipulate certain things but you just, as a writer, you just have to be okay with that. And you just have to accept that not everything is for everyone. And just still need to put out the stories that you want to put out and know that there will be people who do want to read it and that are happy to be told that they're now 18 and not, you know, whatever age that they really are. 100%. I don't want to be like bitchy towards readers. I don't want to be like, oh, you know, they can't think for themselves. It's not... But some people don't have that brain. They don't have the brain that us writers have. We obviously have a certain way of thinking in order to be able to write in the first place. Um, what we have to appreciate, I think, is that some write readers don't have that. Yeah, and it's it comes down to the kinds of writing that people enjoy reading in the first place. So there might be some people who really go all out on the imagery of a, a scenery. They really go immersive, touch on all five sentences, how the grass feels on your feet, exactly the colors of the grass, the fact that there's a million different colors in each blade of grass, the fact that in the distance you can hear a bird and you think because of the time of day that it might be a meadowlark. Like there are people who really want to build everything out in absolutely teeny minute details. And some readers need that to really get into a story and absolutely love it. And some writers love being able to give that amount of detail. Yeah. Me personally, it makes me want to bash my head against a wall. Yep. And there are some readers that it makes them want to bash their head against a wall. Yeah, I'm in that category. And that is totally fine. It's just it, it's just down to writing style. Like whether or not it's a reader insert, there are people who are going to enjoy your writing and people who aren't going to enjoy your writing. Yeah. And this is just another factor that makes you the kind of writer that you are. Yeah. So I would always say, as a writer giving advice to other writers, write the story that you want to write, include the details that you want to include, and there will be people there who appreciate the story that you put out for what it is. Yeah. I mean, listen, right, I... We were going to talk about this anyway in this episode. I think this is a really good time to kind of discuss it. But um, I don't write reader insert or OC, really. I, I've got a bit of a middle ground. And I know you do the same, Mads, mm. where I kind of float. So I technically 
refer to it as reader insert it's it's it is reader insert to, to the degree that i don't give them a name i don't necessarily give them distinguished like features so i don't give them certain eye colors or hair colors or i try to keep races kind of ambiguous as possible obviously it can get tricky when you're talking like when you write say like sister reader or whatever that can get tricky because obviously when you're writing about two white men the likelihood is they're going to have a white sister unless they've got like obviously she's got a different mother then you might have like mixed race but for the most part I try to keep all of those details vague however that's basically as far as I go in terms of insertable because I stipulate age, I stipulate their personality. So like the char- my characters, my readers in all my stories are in my head, original characters. They have their own, I've talked about this before, but they have their own names. They have their own personalities that are different from each other. And that's not gonna fit some of the readers that I have. And I know that, but I've been very lucky, I think, in that because I've always written that way, that I've built an audience of people who are happy to be told that they uh, are now a certain age and a certain, like they're feisty or they're now stubborn or they're now really flirty or they're now really innocent and shy. Like, I, I think I've got a good kind of pool of readers who are okay with those details. And so, like... I, I, I see my reader inserts as an acting role. And that's that's basically how I'd explain it to someone. I'd say, like, this is the story, this is the reader. So like when an actor would apply to to fill a character on a, a show or whatever, they'd go to the audition and it'd be like, these are the details of the character that you would be playing. This is their like basic personality. This is their age. This is what they do. And then that up to the reader then whether or not they fill that role, if you like. So I'm giving my readers a role to fill. And I'm saying, you know, this is the storyline. You know, if, if if the role isn't for you, fine. You don't have to read the, the story. But I just don't want to compromise my storytelling because I don't want to be like, oh, well, maybe the reader wouldn't be that feisty. Maybe the reader wouldn't be that stubborn. Yeah. Like, I, I like to give my characters, my and my, and my reader characters are very often strong personalities as well. They're not, they're not one thing or the other. And, and I think that's because the these characters come to me as characters in my head. And so I've got a very good understanding of how they react in certain situations. And I don't want to write a story where I compromise that. So... I do make it reader insert in terms of like, I don't give them a name and little things like that. But honestly, I probably more write in the original character category than I do in the reader insert category. Yeah, and it's very easy to then for us go through and basically just hit find and replace YN now equals this person's name. Yeah. And you wouldn't get a a different story other than their name being something specific rather than fillable. Yeah, when I make my, cause I, I've started making a lot of my, my series, the ones that I really enjoyed writing, the ones I think would do well as originals. I've started going through and making them original character um, as opposed to fan fiction with a reader. And for the most part, I don't have to, like you said, I just click find and replace. And then I just put little details in that I wouldn't have done before. Like I will give her an eye color. I will give her a hair color. Little things that I wouldn't, I would have left out just for the sake of it. Uh, Just so that when people are reading as a completely fresh thing with no kind of preconceptions of a character, they obviously, like, it's just good to mention a couple of times, like, 
they've got green eyes or they've got brown eyes or whatever. So for the most part, I don't have to do much editing. And uh, and so that's great for me because I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I think this works well if people were to look at reader insert as a role and not as them actually fully inserting themselves. Like if more people went into a reader insert story thinking, right, this is a role that I'm going to be playing, then I think it would just, it would make a lot more writers relaxed about how they write in reader insert, but it would make a lot more readers relaxed and able to enjoy the story more because they're not they're not hung up on the fact that, oh, I'm not an 18-year-old girl. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, the negative side to that is, like we were saying, some people don't have that ability to story build, and so they will find it hard to kind of be told that they're suddenly not themselves. Um, and so some people can't relate to it, and if they can't relate to it, then they just find themselves not being able to enjoy it. But yeah, like we've already said, like, that is that is kind of like not your problem as a writer and that's personal preference at the end of the day. Yeah, basically. And I think really it does just come down to what you want to write and the story you want to tell. Yeah. And then to a certain extent, you could even write something as an original character, then go through and find and replace their name with YN and... I think those kinds of stories are the the things that I personally enjoy reading the most. Yeah, definitely. E- even if they did give me, say, the the character as curly hair, my hair is straight as a pin. That's not going to throw me out of the story if all of a sudden I have curly hair that Sam is twirling around his fingers. Like, it's something that in my head then, my hair is just curly that day. And I'm cool. Yeah. And it might not even look like me. It might be like my brain inside this other weird yes. mannequin. Oh my God. Like the way yes. other people. Yeah. It, it's really hard to verbalize what my brain does when it reads reader insert fix. Like B, I know we've talked about this, reads the actual YN as your name. Yeah. My brain fills in usually it doesn't even fill in madeline it fills in mads most of the time unless i've, I've seen it on a reader insert fix that use a variety of abbreviations so it's saying at the top yn equals your name for people who might not have read a reader insert fic and, and might need the heads up that this is a thing that's about to happen y slash n slash n equals your nickname so if something is specified at the top there, then anytime it says YN, my brain fills in Madeline. If it says Y slash N slash N, then it fills in Mads. Like, it's just kind of really down to reader, like, how your brain actually physically reads that abbreviation. Because I don't see the abbreviation anymore, but you do. Yeah. But like your thing about saying like it's my brain and someone else's, but that's exactly, I've never really been able to pinpoint it, but that's exactly what it is. I just feel like I'm, I'm what I'm seeing this story unfold through the eyes of the reader, like the reader, like the character. Exactly. Yeah. So I am now that character, which is why I'm fine with being told that I'm now a really slim 18 year old blonde girl or whatever like yeah that's fine like I am now in that body like I kind of just like go into that character that's fine that's 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 who I am now but I am a writer and I have the ability to story build in my mind so 
maybe that's easier for me than it would be for other people. So, you know, yeah, like it is like the whole, this whole episode has basically come down to its personal preference and it's just the way that our brains work. Yep. And how, and it, everyone is different. And I think that's really all we can say on Reader Insert, isn't it? Like, because it's such a, I mean, we could say so much more, it but I think- essentially comes down to the, and God knows how many freaking times I've said that phrase, be please edit some of them out. <laughs> Because I sound like a broken record. It is all up to you as the writer. That is the joy of writing, that you have the power to create these things. And it's all your say. Uh, Enjoy the control that you have, because there's so little control that we have in the world in general. So if you can control what's happening in your fic, why not? Yeah, 100%. So that's everything today for reader inserts and like the deep dive into all of that stuff. I hope some of this helped you in some way. Next episode, we're going to be talking to the lovely Alex or Hobo Al 87, as you might know her. And we're going to be discussing all like brainstorming and fit planning and things like that. So that's going to be really exciting. Can't wait to talk to her. We're going to be starting something new, which is a fic feature. So once an episode, we will highlight and put the spotlight on a fiction that you guys nominate, either your own or somebody else's that you loved. It can be any genre, any fandom, any length, any pairing, anything you want. Just fill out the form that is now in our pinned post on Tumblr and... We will randomly select one for each episode and talk about it at the end of the episode and just point people in that direction. So if you're interested in either nominating yourself or somebody else's fic, then feel free to do so. Alongside the fic feature, we've also got a form that you could fill in if you wanted to become a guest speaker or a guest host on the show. As always, if you have any episode ideas or you want to ask us any questions, you can do so on Tumblr as well reblog this post if you want to talk about your own experience with reader insert and your own opinions love to get a discussion going on all that um obviously we are just two people with our opinions but you know everyone else has different opinions so i'd love to hear everyone else's opinions on what we've discussed in this episode today as well yeah so thank you so much for joining us today we will talk to you next time okay bye bye (laughs) 